Hello and welcome to the Minimum Competence episode for Friday, July 7th, 2023. I'm your host for today, Andrew Leahy, a tax and technology attorney from New Jersey. In today's episode, we have Louis Brisbois enduring more departures. SCOTUS takes up gun rights for domestic violence perpetrators. NADA pleads not guilty. California bumps up bar fees. And Musk wants Meta to cease and desist. Let's cease to not read today's legal news and desist in being ignorant of same as we read today's legal news. We have a This Day in Legal History from north of our border here in the United States. On this day, July 7th in legal history, Canada enacted the Official Languages Act, which made French equal to English as the official language of the state. The Official Languages Act of 1969 was a significant piece of legislation in Canada. It declared English and French as the official languages of Canada for all purposes of the parliament and government. The act mandated that all rules, regulations, and proclamations of the Parliament of Canada be published in both official languages. It also established the position of the Commissioner of Official Languages, who was responsible for overseeing the application of the Act and investigating complaints. The Act outlined the duties of the government departments and authorities in relation to official languages and provided a framework for the creation of federal bilingual districts. It defined the role, powers, and status of the Commissioner of Official Languages, including the procedure for citizens to make complaints and the Commissioner's authority to make recommendations. The Act also included provisions for the orderly adaptation of its requirements and the gradual alignment of personnel appointments and advancement with the Act. Although the federal political parties supported the act, the response from the provinces varied. New Brunswick passed its own Official Languages Act in 1969, embracing bilingualism, while Ontario provided French language services in limited areas. In 1979, the Supreme Court of Canada ruled that Manitoba, which had been primarily English-speaking, had to comply with the act. In 1988, the Official Languages Act of 1969 was replaced with a new act that focused on promoting the rights of linguistic minorities in line with evolving language policies in Canada. Louis Brisbois, a U.S. law firm with approximately 1,600 attorneys, has experienced a wave of departures in 2023. The recent exodus includes three senior lawyers, Chris White, former managing partner of the Dallas office, Eric Neiman, former managing partner of the Portland office, and Walter Pete Swayze, co-chair of the firm's life sciences practice. White and three other attorneys joined Steptoe & Johnson PLLC, while Neiman and two others joined Epstein, Becker & Green. The firm had previously witnessed over 100 lawyers leaving in May, including practice leaders John Barber and Jeff Rainin, who launched their own firm but later resigned after Louis Brisbois exposed emails revealing their exchange of racist, sexist, and anti-Semitic messages. Nicole Bunn and George Pitcher have assumed the roles of managing partners for the Dallas and Portland offices, respectively. In a delightful attempt at spin, Louis Brisbois expressed excitement about new additions to its leadership team and the prospect of hiring top-tier lawyers in the future. Still lamenting the ground lost for justice by the Supreme Court this term? Well, buck up, for it is already time to begin worrying about next term. The U.S. Supreme Court, with its conservative majority, is set to hear a major gun control case in its next term. The case involves Zaki Rahimi, a Texas man convicted under a federal law that bars individuals under domestic violence restraining orders from possessing firearms. Rahimi challenged the law, arguing that it violated the Second Amendment's right to keep and bear arms, and he won. The Biden administration has appealed the decision. The court's ruling, expected by June 2024, will have significant implications for gun control measures in the country. Gun violence prevention groups and supporters of the law argue that domestic abusers should not have the constitutional right to possess firearms. On the other hand, the court's conservative majority has taken a broad interpretation of Second Amendment rights in previous rulings, so I feel like we have a pretty good sense of how this one's going to turn out. Walt Nauta, an aide to former U.S. President Donald Trump, pleaded not guilty to charges of helping Trump hide top-secret documents that he took when leaving the White House in 2021. Nauta faces six counts related to conspiracy to obstruct justice, false statements, and withholding and concealing documents. Prosecutors allege that Nauta hid boxes of documents from Trump's lawyers who were searching Mar-a-Lago, Trump's Florida resort, for classified material. He is also accused of lying to investigators during an interview. Nauta's arraignment had been postponed twice due to the lack of a lawyer licensed to practice in Florida. Trump, who is facing criminal charges in federal and state courts, has pleaded not guilty and denies any wrongdoing. 
The trial for both Trump and Nada has been delayed, with prosecutors requesting a trial date in December of 2023. The State Bar of California has proposed fee increases for law graduates and attorneys seeking licensure in an effort to address a budget shortfall. The proposal includes a 26% increase in the cost of registering for and taking the California bar exam, raising it from $796 to $1,000 for law students. Attorneys licensed in another jurisdiction would see a 50% increase from $1,197 to $1,800. The moral character determination fee, which covers the review of applicants' past conduct, would also increase by 32% for law students and 54% for attorneys seeking licensure in the state. The state bar cites increased costs of administering the exam, including venue rentals, staff salaries, and inflation as reasons for the fee hikes. The state bar's admissions functions are projected to operate at a $7 million deficit this year with a reserve of $4 million. To cut costs, the state bar also plans to reduce the number of bar exam sites from 14 to 16 to 6, with three very large test sites in San Francisco, Los Angeles, and Ontario. The proposed fee increases in cost reductions require approval from state lawmakers. Elon Musk's lawyer has sent a cease and desist letter to Meta accusing the company of hiring former Twitter employees to create a rival social media app called Threads. The letter alleges that Meta hired dozens of ex-Twitter employees who may have had access to Twitter's trade secrets and confidential information. It claims that Meta engaged in the unlawful misappropriation of Twitter's intellectual property. However, Meta's communications director has stated that none of the employees working on Threads are former Twitter employees. Musk had previously fired a significant portion of Twitter staff, laying off almost half of the company's employees, which led to criticism. Meta launched Threads, a text-based app that quickly gained 30 million signups. And with that, I thank you so much for listening to Minimum Competence, your daily news podcast for lawyers. If you're looking for more than Minimum Competence, links to further reading on all the topics touched on today are in the show notes. If you have any questions or story suggestions, you can find us on Mastodon on the esq.social instance. I'm at Andrew and my co-host Gina is at Gina. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and do not represent those of any organization we may be affiliated with. Nothing here should be construed as legal advice because it is not legal advice. Reviews go a long way towards helping new listeners to find our show. If you have a moment and can leave a rating or review on your podcast player, we'd appreciate it. And if you know someone that might be interested in a story we cover, consider sending them the episode. Minimum Competence is available at minimumcomp.com and wherever you get your finely crafted podcasts. We'll see you back here tomorrow. And until then, consider. Have you ever had a dream that that you um you had, you you would, you could, you do, you wit, you wants, you you could, you could, so you could you 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 want you want him to do you so much you could do anything? Have you ever had a dream that that you um you had you 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 could you do you wit you wants you you could do so you you do you could you you want you want him to do you so much you could do anything?